The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Welcome to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Hello, everybody. How are you? Sit on down in my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park. Pour yourself a cold one. And for the next 30 minutes, we've got 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that is the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park's very own on-demand radio show. And it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on, one that knows our community and provides customized accounts and offers just for you and me. Count on the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Located in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, they are a locally based community bank committed to the people and businesses right here in Evergreen Park. And now, when you open up a total access checking account, EP Podcast listeners get a $300 bonus. Open an account today. BankEvergreenPark.com slash EPPod. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify, you must use that link to get the $300 EP Podcast listener bonus, member FDIC. So much ahead on this week's show. Part of it actually recorded while I was on vacation with the kids. So you'll hear Hannah and our guest over the phone. And we might as well bring him in right now. Amy Kazin works over at Evergreen Park Community High School. She's the one that brings in the choir around Christmas time here. She's the one that brings in the a cappella group from Evergreen Park. She also puts together all the incredible plays and theater performances that Evergreen Park High School puts out. And while everybody else might be kind of taking a step back with their theater programs, Amy's been hard at work. She joins me right now, along with Hannah. Welcome to the show, Amy. What have you been up to? Um, Our normal theater camp is called Spotlight on 99th. It's our musical theater camp that we've been running for six years now. Um, This year, instead of canceling like a lot of the area folks had to do, we decided to put the whole thing online. Um, So we've been rehearsing through Zoom for the last three weeks and are excited to announce a free double feature premiere that will be accessible to everyone via YouTube. That's awesome. Nice. So so now is it is the whole idea that they are they able to get together at any point and film something together? Or is the whole thing like a big Zoom call and you found a way to work around the technology you had available to you? Both shows. There are two short shows that were written by a gentleman in New York. Um, were actually intended to be performed having been rehearsed through Zoom and then recorded at home. And so that's exactly what we've done. Both shows were written um, since quarantine began in the middle of March. Oh, wow. And so they're brand new. um, And we did about three hours worth of rehearsal, five days a week, uh, spending a lot of one-on-one time with the kids, preparing basically monologues and solo songs that all glued together to create a story. And then they used what they had at home for costumes and props and found a good place in the house or outside their homes to film and asked their family members to be the camera crew. Um, I'm in the last stages of just putting the finishing touches on the video editing right now. That's incredible. I'm sure you were concerned, like, can we actually pull this off and make it look good? 
and now you're got you're starting to see the footage. Are you excited about what the kids sent into you and what you think you're going to be able to create? I'm very excited about what the kids were able to send in. Um, like everything else during this time period, anything new is kind of scary. Um, but it's it's been fun to think of new ways to do things. Um, that have always been part of our lives. And these are kids that have been involved with me multiple summers and said, we don't want to take the summer off. And I'm grateful for their willingness to kind of think outside the box too and try some things that they've never done before either. Yeah, no, I, I, I can imagine that that's something, you know, the fact that they're motivated and they want to do something is, is probably something that kind of touches your heart as a teacher because it could be very easy for these kids to just be like, well, life sucks, I'm done. And they, these kids wanted to do something. And they want to kind of like put something together. And, you know, I'm going to definitely check it out. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm sure there are people that listen to this show every once in a while. They go, well, that sounds like a great event, but I don't know if I can make it there. But what you're basically doing is you have two performances that are going to be on demand, correct? That's exactly right. And it's two short shows, so they could even do it in two settings. The entire thing to watch both shows would take about an hour and a half. It's shorter than your average movie, so when you're tired of binge-watching Netflix or whatever your last season of whatever your favorite show was, take a break and see some of the talented kids from Evergreen Park. Any synopsis on the two of them you can give me, or are you going to keep that secret? I don't want to expose sure. anything here. No, not at all. The first one is actually called The Show Must Go Online, and it's the story <laughs> of uh, <laughs> right. It's the story of, of a, a drama club at a school who's production got canceled the night of their dress rehearsal, kind of like Charlie Brown did for us. Um, and to show how they're going to put their musical together at home to save their drama department. Um, the show that they're working on is called Brushes with Greatness, the dental hygiene musical. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. It's really, really, it's very lighthearted and funny. Um, that predict that show is put on by kids ranging in age from eight to 13. That's our third graders through our eighth graders. Is that a lot of kids just brushing their teeth and singing? Is that basically what we're going to see on, the, on, the, on that screen? Because I'll watch that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I'm not going to let on any more than that, except that I will tell you that four, four of the scenes were actually filmed in the kids' bathrooms. Nice. So I will wow. tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the, the show for the older kids is called Super Happy Awesome News, and it's the story of two siblings who during this time uh, put together kind of a, a YouTube broadcast, kind of like the, the John Krasinski, you know, the, the good news yes. shows that he's put out. Similar to that, one of them taking the approach to make everything all uh, happy-go-lucky, everything's great, and the other to say, you know, it's okay to report reality sometimes, and it's okay to acknowledge that, you know, things aren't always the way we want them to be, and we're still going to make it through. So these are basically, they're lighthearted though. I mean, that's the thing, right? Because I mean, I think the thing to me is, I, I think everybody's experiencing it now is the burnout over the pandemic. I think, I mean, it's obvious that the entire country, one way or another, so in some way people are burned out. They just want life to go back to normal. And early on, I remember in the first, like, and Hannah, you could back me up on this. In the first month or two, it was all Hollywood stars getting on and being very serious, you know, yes. we have to be, we have to be worried. We have to be cautious. We have to be serious. We have to, you know, and, 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 and all that stuff had its place, but it sounds to me like this is something that is going to be more fun and uplifting. And you might laugh at it a little bit while you're watching it. Right, Amy? I'm, I'm laughing, even though I'm watching it 55 times to edit it down. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really it's really May, June and early July 
better for me as well. It's been great to interact with these kids and, and be able to laugh together as we're working with the script. I'm really grateful to the folks in New York um, from Beat by Beat Press that were willing to, you know, think outside the box and write something that we could actually assemble this way. They were actually featured in the New York Times uh, last week, I think it was, um, as one of the theatrical organizations that's trying to keep the dramatic arts alive right now. How does somebody watch? Um, so I'm going to be posting the links to both the high school's Instagram and to our EPCHS Fine Arts Twitter. Okay. Um, and then the links will also go up on the school's website, www.evergreenpark.org. All right. And then if, if you're okay with it, if somebody's listening, they'll be able to go in right into the show notes and click through so they can check it out. You good, you good with that? I would really appreciate that. Thank oh, you definitely. so much. Oh, yeah. Whatever I can do. I, I love your kids. I'm really upset that they I didn't get to have the unaccompanied minors down in the basement. <laughs> if only for the amount of jokes that I get to make about having unaccompanied minors in my basement. <laughs> like, like that's the gift that just keeps on giving. I couldn't make I, I gave a whole year of not being able to make those jokes. And I was like, OK, now I can go back to the exact same jokes and get a few laughs out of it out of it with the, with a different group of kids. And I didn't get to do that this year and have fun with my unaccompanied minors down in the basement. So that, that hurt me a little bit, but we still have all the audio from when they were there. So we try to, we try to throw in their songs every once in a while on the show. Cause I, I love your kids. I love your theater kids. I, I, I love the, uh, the groups that come in and sing when they're able to come into the studio. And I'm looking forward to a time we can get them back together and have them all sing together because that that's one of my, Favorite things that we get to do on the podcast is have them over. And and I also like the look on my wife's face when we trot like 20 kids through the living room. That's also <laughs> funny as well. Oh, the kids always have a blast, too. And I, I guess I guess if there's silver lining, the unaccompanied minors normal season is second semester, like that January to May slot. So hopefully we'll we'll have an even better shot of uh, making a trip back down to the basement next May. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I fully expect I'm trying to keep a positive outlook here, Amy, that things will eventually snap back into some better form of normalcy. Now, you're over there at Evergreen Park High School. You know, I, I know that uh, you're, you're not the, you're not in charge of anything over there, but have they given you any kind of idea like, hey, we might be doing this, we might be doing that, or is it a little hush-hush right now trying to figure out what they're going to do with the kids? I'm, I'm certain that conversations are being had. The, uh, the state board just put out some guide, general, general guidelines last week, I think it was, and it's so much for the local school districts to figure out what's the best balance of safety and, and bringing the kids back in the building and how things can be happening. I know that uh, sports summer camps are happening in person in small groups right now. Um, I know that the band has been meeting via Zoom um, to prepare for an assumed football season. Um, so we're just doing the best we can to keep status quo and keep things as normal as possible because we really don't know what we're preparing for. Um, but I know that the administration is working really hard to, to look at the guidelines from the state and do the best that they can for our kids. Well, it's early July. and We've got plenty of time here. I mean, I know it feels to me, it feels like it's coming up. I know that a lot of things start really in August, like for some of the kids leading into yeah, the the beginning of the school year, and the, like you said, there's some groups that are already doing things over Zoom, but uh, I still feel like there's time. I feel like it's going to come together in some way, and I, and I'm I know you know talking with not only the folks over at Evergreen Park High School, but the other local high schools and grammar schools in the area. I've never met one person that's in charge of one of them that hasn't come across as they care about the kids. 
Like I never talk to somebody and go, well, that guy doesn't care or that, that, that woman doesn't care. No, no, no. I'm always, they, you could tell they care. So I'm pretty sure when they come up with a plan, it's, it's going to be in the best interest of the kids as best that they can do in a very difficult situation. And what you're doing in a difficult situation with your, your theater kids and putting together this performance, like I said, we'll make sure that we have the link in the show notes uh, on demand for the Monday show. And also you'll be able to go to the uh, high school website, check the Instagram post and, and the social media for Evergreen Park High School in the, in the theater department. And Amy's going to get it all up there. But I can't wait to sit back and, and watch these kids do their thing. It'll be a lot more fun than the junk I'm watching on Netflix right now because I'm, I'm at the bottom <laughs> of the barrel, Amy. I mean, like we're, we've gotten to the bottom <laughs> of the barrel on Netflix. I, I can imagine. And that's why this will be a nice change. And they're, they're kids from the neighborhood. So they're folks that you might see walking their dogs you right. know, later in the week after you watch. Right, exactly. And, and I'm, like, you know, I'm be like, I know that kid. That kid walks by my house. I'll be excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Amy, I really appreciate you jumping on with us on the EP podcast. I love uh, working with you guys. And uh, I look forward to the next time we talk. Thank you so much for your time. Please stay healthy. It is now time for your EP Word on the Street, brought to you proudly by Westgate Music School. Westgate basically teaches every instrument you can think of, in person or online classes, 708-586-7002. We had a nice cool down on Sunday, but it looks like it's going to get a little warm again here in the EP. Not as bad as last week. High 80s, low 90s, and possibly some big storms rolling through Wednesday, Thursday, and even Friday. Meanwhile, if you're looking for a way to get out and about in a safe and fun atmosphere, the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce has announced their annual golf outing. The EP Podcast is going to be sponsoring a hole there. It's August the 7th this year. Fountain Hills Golf Course. And not only do you get 18 holes of golf, they got a barbecue afterwards. Get outside, get some fresh air. It's easy to be socially distant on a golf course. 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on August the 7th. You can pre-register right now, evergreenparkchamber.org. There's already been a little bit of bad news in the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League. Just after opening up and starting their season, they had a parent at a game who later tested positive for COVID-19. The league jumped immediately into action. Emails all around. They're monitoring anybody that could have been at the ballpark and the players. So far, so good. But another reminder of how delicate all of this is. The EP Podcast rolls on. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Just a little news for everybody. First off, I want to tell you that if you ever want to communicate with the EP Podcast, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but you can call us 24-7, 365 days a year, anytime you want. 708-459-8406. Leave a message. It'll probably end up on the show. You can comment on things, ask questions. We want to hear from you. 708-459-8406. You can also join in to our live broadcast. 
which is no longer going to be on Wednesdays, Hannah, because I'm going to start playing old man softball again, like I do every summer. And you break your ankle. Right. (laughs) To like blow out a hamstring because I'm old. And I also want to thank Amy Kazin once again for coming on the program. You just heard from her a few moments ago. She's like the one person who never looked at me funny when I said, hey, I'd like you to bring over a bunch of teenage kids to my basement to sing on microphone. I was wondering how that first conversation went. Yeah, she was was pretty cool about it. Well, I think think she was a little nervous, but I I think that she, she got some good words from other people that have been over to the show. And they're like, nah, yeah. he's okay. He's not, he's not crazy. You know, so I, she, he's not going to lock you down there. Right. And now, <laughs> now it's so funny because the first time they came down, it was very much like, what do we do? And they kind of watched while I told them what to do. Now Amy comes over and she just tells the kids, you kids are in the back on their microphone. You two come up here. You're going to be over here. He's going to want to talk to somebody. You're a good talker. Like she knows Damn. what I'm going to do. And it's great. I just sit at the bar and watch her set up all the kids. Like I've done this show before many a time. I know what Chris does. There's going to be a joke. Make sure you laugh. Like she like coaches them beforehand. <laughs> Even if you don't get it. Yeah. Just... <laughs> he thinks he's funny. Just make sure that you laugh. Otherwise, we're going to be here longer because he's going to keep trying to make you laugh until he gets the sound bite that he wants. Or he'll just run a fake laugh track. All right. Let's talk about your bad day today. wasn't bad. It was awful. It was weird. And I, I here's the thing. I would, I would never have brought this up. But I'm going to explain everybody that the only reason I'm bringing it up is because the person who you had the awkward experience with went on Facebook to complain about the awkward experience. So if you're going to call Mm -hmm. out my girl and you're going to make things awkward, I'm going to tell the story. And I'm going to be good about it and not mention the person's (laughs) name. But I want to know what people think about this because I think this is a real issue that people are dealing with right now during COVID-19. And so it's going on a lot of places. yeah. Yeah. Okay. so here's the thing. You're having a party this weekend, right? Yes. Big birthday party. Yes. How many people did you invite to this party? Originally, it was like close to 20, but I knowing that most of them probably would, you know, choose not to come, but, you know, they were still invited. Mm-hmm. So, and at what point there were going to be 11 children here, 11 kids. Yeah, most of the kids are dropping out though, right? Yeah. Like I told people, yeah, bring your kids, you know, from two to six, thinking like, no one's going to take me up on it. Nope. Everyone took me up on it at one point. <laughs> Started counting. I'm like, oh, dear God. We've dropped out because I'm just sick of my kids. I, I, I'm with them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I I'm sure break. they're sick of you. Yeah. Like themselves. Oh yeah. They're <laughs> sick of me too. So anyway, so you're having this party and there are people that are going to be at the party. It's an outdoor, it's basically an outdoor barbecue, right? Like, that's the whole idea behind yeah. a pool party. Yeah, the deck is open, the pool, and, you know, we have a big yard. And you're going at your own risk. Although you and I, Hannah, have been very honest. Uh, well, I, I, I did this this week, or I was exposed to these people this week. Maybe you shouldn't come over to the bar. Or you'll be like, hey, I had yeah. this happen. Maybe you shouldn't come over. And I think there was one time where I was like, hey, Hannah, you know, I saw you were doing such and such. Uh, it's not a good time. I'm going to go see my folks. Can we do it over right. the live thing? And we've done that this entire time. Yes. And, we've, and we're friends, yes. and we're able to work those things out. So yes, that's the responsible way to do things, because if you're if you're uncomfortable with somebody or they're or, or they're uncomfortable, people should be able to talk to each other, especially during this time and be honest with each other. And that's something that they should be able to do. So you're having this party and you basically have told everybody, look, you're at your own risk. You have one person that is getting a covid test or something like that. And they're like, we're not coming because I, I don't know what's going to happen. I we might be sick. I'm getting a COVID test. Yeah, nor her husband, nor her father, because they're around her. So she's like, hey, y'all can't go either. So imagine you have a guest coming to the party who shows on Facebook that they are out partying in Las Vegas this week. And well, he went solo. He went solo. It's just him by himself. Yeah. When I go solo to Las Vegas, I'm partying. 
Okay, I'm leaving my wife and kids behind and going to Las Vegas. I'm not sitting in the hotel room. Okay, I'm gambling, so I'm next to people while I'm gambling, and I'm walking around in crowds. I don't know how you do that otherwise in Las Vegas. But the point is the guy took a plane ride, and they put out this chart just recently. Institute down in Texas put out a chart about what the things were that were the most dangerous things to go and do. I know it's bouncing around the Internet today. It just came out yesterday. Getting on a plane is pretty high up there. Okay, I know he didn't walk to Vegas if he lives in Chicago. So he got on a plane. He flew there. He got on a plane to fly back, and he was in Las Vegas. Now, knowing that and knowing that you have people that are going to be at the party who are either at risk because of their own situation or take care of people that are at risk, you contacted this person and said, ah, you went to Vegas. It's probably not a good idea to come. Yeah. And that person got very insulted today and went on Facebook and ranted about it. Well, he got upset because I said, you know, several people have concerns. And he said, oh, they're talking about me behind my back. I'm like, no, 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 it really wasn't like that. And, you know, yeah, but you had concerns. You had concerns too, right? I mean, like, you I had, did have you, concerns. Right. Yes. Yes. So, oh, I mean, absolutely. But it was a logical thing to have those concerns. And, yeah. and, and, like, I would love the opinion, like, if you're throwing a party and you know that somebody's been in a situation where it's not safe, do you think that, like, is Hannah wrong for saying, I don't think it's a good idea for you to come over because I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did. See, that's the thing that kind of is mind boggling to me. Like, it's not like you're trying to be insulting. You're just saying, Hey man, you, you were, you were kind of exposed to a bunch of people. You know, the way I approach is like, listen, you know, there's a lot of concerns, you know, about your trip to Vegas. I didn't say concerns about you. I'd say concerns about your trip to Vegas. And I said, you know, how about, you know, you and the wife and the kids give us a rain check any weekend. You'll want to come out, just name it. You know, right. like after 14 days. Right, know? exactly. Because you don't want to get sick and either. That, and he was upset. Right. But I'm like, it's a pandemic. You went to Las Vegas. I know he's saying he wore a mask and he's being careful, but people around him might not have been being careful. Right. You know? And we've talked about this. The mask doesn't protect you as much as it protects other people. And if he has one person that's breaking the rules in a crowded airplane or on the strip in Las Vegas or in the or in the in the casino or wherever he's at then he's he's been exposed greatly. Yeah, I've heard people say, you know, but the numbers in Las Vegas are so low. I'm like, okay, but no one stays in Las Vegas. They're home before they get diagnosed. That's brilliant. You know, they've made it back to Illinois or Massachusetts or wherever they came from, and they're going to get diagnosed. They're they're not going to get diagnosed on vacation in Las Vegas. Right. It's going to take them a few days to start showing the symptoms. So, you know, like, yeah, you can say Las Vegas has low numbers, but that's why no one's really staying there. Nobody lives in Nevada. That's what he said. Nevada has low numbers, but I lived in Nevada. Okay. As somebody who personally lived in Nevada, I would be happy to let you know that about 3% of the actual land of Nevada is populated. And the other 97% is desert and mountain. So the idea that like, it's like saying, well, they don't have as many people sick in Nevada. That'd be like saying they don't have as many people sick in Rhode Island because there's probably the same amount of people in Nevada as there are in Rhode Island. You know, I mean, it's, that's pretty much, it's mostly desert. So I think yeah. it's a kind of a silly argument. We have a comment inside of the chat room saying I would have asked them to stay home for the safety of others. My son's friend went to Florida for a week. I told my son Ooh. that they would have to FaceTime for a couple of weeks. My son understood and agreed. And I agree with that. That's what I would have done, too. Yeah, okay? absolutely. I, look, we, my daughter knew she was going to be around her grandparents. Her best friend was out at some sort of an event where she was around a bunch of people. I told her. Yeah, I'm sorry, you can't go face-to-face with her. She's like, but I want to go over there for her birthday and blah, blah, blah. It's just going to be me and her. I was like, yeah, but she just got back from this trip. Just got back from being around all these people. It, we can't do that. 
Yeah. I'm sure she's fine, honey. And it doesn't mean that she automatically has it. But if she's carrying and then you carry and none of you get symptoms and your poor grandparents get it, God forbid, you know, we don't want to be that. And then my daughter got it. And I I think that, you know, what's funny is I notice that kids seem to get this better than adults. You know, like I explain this stuff to my kids. I've always been one of those guys that explain things to my kids. I even explained the latest uh, vaccination that my daughter had to have. The one that they give the teenage girls for that, that, that thing, yep. that they, the HPV thing yep. that I, we Hardest, didn't even deal with as kids. Cell, yep. Right. We didn't even deal with that as kids. But I sat down and said, okay, well, this is what the, this is what the research said. These are the side effects. This is this. It's your choice. She made her choice. It's none of your business what her choice was, but she made her choice. And, and I, I, I let her do what she wanted to do. I didn't try to talk her out of it. I didn't try to talk her into it. I think I'm very honest with my two older kids. They're very smart, and I try to I try to give them what, an opportunity to make decisions. You can't be honest with a four-year-old. <laughs> no, no, he's an idiot. When you go out to eat, are you looking for just food or incredible food with an amazing experience? That's what Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar, brings to all of Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. Looking for an incredible outdoor dining experience? Unidad created a unique, beautiful, outdoor enclosed patio area last summer. Not to mention, they will now have limited seating available inside of their eclectic restaurant. With a dinner menu you will brag to your friends about, Unidad now also offers Sunday brunch every other Sunday and lunch will begin again July the 21st, Tuesday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And a brand new summer menu will be launched in mid-July. With reservations required, call and get one now, 708-529-0911. Or use that number for their incredible curbside service. And have a great meal at home. Don't go for the ordinary, go extraordinary. Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar, located at 3339 West 95th Street. Learn more at unidadrestaurant.com. But I, and that's the thing. I feel like I can tell a kid, like, here are the facts, and the kid will get it. And adults are constantly trying to take the facts and spin them into their own political beliefs or what they're upset about this these days. I don't see kids react to You will always get an honest reaction from a kid. I don't, I don't, I don't really have very hard conversations with my kids about this. But I have hard conversations with adults about it, which it just takes me aback right away. Like you're supposed to be mm-hmm. mature and understand things and you you can't figure those things out. But I can explain yeah. it to a 12 year old or a 14 year old. and They're like, all right. And all a teenager wants to do is argue with you. I have a teenage daughter. You know how many times she argues with me on a given day? All right. She doesn't argue with me when I talk to her about this stuff. I just tell her, here's yeah. the facts. What do you think? Oh, no, I don't want to kill grandma and papa. All right, cool. It's very easy to do. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you did the right thing, Hannah. I feel like you got put in a, you know, somebody's frustrated and got angry and maybe they're angry about something else going on in life or they're mad because, you know, some of the COVID restrictions have gotten in the way of their work or whatever. And I understand that anger, but. This person was very excited about coming and I've had it planned for over two months now. And, you know, they've been so excited and I'm, you know, talking about bringing their boys over to swim. And I'm like, ah, why'd you go to Vegas? <laughs> yeah, why did you go? You know, I mean, here's the thing. It, it sucks that you don't have the freedom that you have. I think that's the thing that drives most people nuts. I would love to go to Vegas right now. You have no idea. And technically I could. There's nothing stopping me right now. I can book a hotel. I can get on a plane, but I'm not going to do it. Right. You don't have any kids. And to be honest, you and your husband could probably pull it off and, and be like, we'll just stay away from people for 14 days afterwards. You can do that. Yeah. Okay. Still not going to do it. Yeah, you're still not going to do it. But, but, here's, but the thing is, is that. I look at this whole situation and I think to myself, well, this is terrible and we hate not having our freedom to be able to just go anywhere. And trust me, I'm one of those guys that when I was living on my own doing radio around the country, 
I just love the fact that I could just get on a plane and go to such and such place for the weekend. And I didn't have to tell anybody because I lived on my own and I made my own money and I wasn't married and I could do whatever I wanted to do. So I love freedom. I love bouncing all over the place and doing whatever I want to do. But now I find myself planning things like, hey, we're going to be going to such and such. So for the next 14 days, I got to act this way. And that's what yeah. I do. And, 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 if you, and if you can't abide by that, then unfortunately, you're going to miss out on things. I'll tell a quick story here. Then I want to get off the COVID stuff because it just drives me nuts talking about it all the time. I'm up here at the Lake Cottage, right? I'm up here at the Lake Cottage, and it's 4th of July weekend we got up here. And on the 3rd of July, my, my dad's friend finds out that his daughter has COVID. Want to know how he finds out? She shows Ow. up at the Lake Cottage with the entire family complaining of a <gasps> fever and a headache. Oh, no. But God forbid. Did she know she had it? I don't. Well, listen, I wouldn't come up to any place where my parents were if I had a fever and a headache. Right, Hannah? Especially right now. Like, think about it. If you had a fever and a headache, I don't care if it's the traditional weekend we all get together and have a barbecue. I'd be like. Oh, another weekend. I might be sick, right? I'm not. You know, like, I know it's important to you because you don't want to miss the fireworks, but you don't go. And she went. So she goes. They throw her out of the house, but by the time she says anything, she's been in the house for 20 minutes. She goes and gets oh, a COVID no. test. She got COVID, right? <gasps> right. So now she says that I've got COVID. She had had a party the weekend before in the same cottage. I'm not joking. In the same cottage that oh, these no. people own, these two elderly people, her parents, because she's the same age as me. Oh, no. the, in the same cottage, she had a party. A guy admits to her that he had COVID and knew he had COVID, but he didn't want to miss the party. And so he was at the party the week before. So a guy with active COVID, tested and knowing he had COVID, didn't want to miss the weekend party that he had planned where he was going to go up to the lake and barbecue and drink for the weekend, brought it, infected everybody. Oh, no. And now she gets sick and she brings it. And now they're on pins and needles running whether or not they're going to get it. And they're in oh, the bad God. range. And this is the thing. This is like the disease that, I mean, it really exposes whether or not people care about other people or just about themselves. And I still fall back on the fact that, like, you know, less than half a percentage of people are going to die from it. But the way it spreads, it could be it could be far more preventable if we just treated each other with a little bit more respect and weren't selfish. <laughs> Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. But we're going to watch Hamilton tonight.
<gasps> on Disney. I want to watch it. I've never seen it. I saw a half hour of it the other night, and I thought it was pretty good, but I drank too much, and I couldn't keep up with them because they speak too fast. They do. Oh, yeah, they rap so fast. I'm like, I, I, I think I missed something there. I, I'm just trying to follow along. I, what the heck did he just say? Who's that guy? Is that George Washington? I don't know if that's George Washington. Like, I'm just, I was so confused. I was like, I'm turning this off until I can watch this without, like, a slow <laughs> brain. This, this is way too involved for me to watch. <laughs> In case you can't hear, I'm being viciously attacked by a Yorkie. Who's, who's Yorkies over there? My neighbors. <laughs> you know, Yorkies carry COVID. Now you got COVID. I'm not coming to your party. I'm done. You got, you got some dirty Yorkie breathing all over the place. You know, what the heck going on here? She comes to... <laughs> now she's running to my front yard. Yeah, right. She's running so. to spread her COVID all over the place. COVID yep. to the lefty and COVID to the right. You got to watch out for that COVID. We're all doomed. Well, I'm, We're we all go, doomed. I go biking with the kids down this bike path that's nearby here, near the lake cottage. And they run along, and there's there's like woods on either side of it, and it's a very thin path. And as we're as we're going down, and either running or biking down the path, as somebody's approaching, I'm like, watch out, COVID coming up on the right, COVID coming up on the left. <laughs> watch out for that guy; he's probably got COVID. COVID's running right at you, kids. Get out of the way! There's some COVID coming. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks. It's gonna be a good one. Nudie's basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudie's basement. The broad basement. Slancha. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.